Mike, Pete, thanks for being here, guys. Great to see you. So you're part of Gateway 2, and you got a brownie company. This is the best weed brownie ever? Is that what we're looking at? We think so. Uh, when we started, we wanted to create the best possible brownie we could. So we went out and sourced the best possible ingredients we could. We went to uh, Guitard. They're locally based right here in San Francisco. They have a great tasting, dark, creamy, uh, smooth chocolate that we think works very well. It's a great melting chocolate. Uh, works great with the type of flour we use. We use uh, organic whole grain dark rye flour, Bob's Red Mill up in Oregon. Uh, and then we also have the best possible butter. Uh, you can use uh, Strauss, 85% butter fat. Uh, it's in Marshall uh, in Marin County. And so we think that works extremely well coming together in terms of a fairly complex flavor profile. Uh, and then we also complement it with uh, Mexican vanilla. Went down to Mexico City, found the best possible vanilla we could. Wow. He uh, had to go to Mexico City. I had City. to do it. <laughs> to they do don't it. ship that here? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> so, went down there, sampled a couple different vanillas, a couple other things, and then uh, brought that back. Uh, so we have the, the Guitard chocolate, Bob's Red Mill flour, Mexican vanilla, and then we finish it with little mold and sea salt. And that's mm, coming I from... I can see the sea salt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Looks delicious. Okay. But the cannabis is actually in the chocolate that you put in it? So the cannabis uh, is infused into the butter. I'm just going to eat one here. Please. Please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the cannabis is infused into the butter, which is melted with the chocolate mm -hmm. and the Strauss butter. And so we have two butters melted with the chocolate, and then that gets combined with the raw turbinado sugar and the golden brown sugar. And to that, we add the cocoa powder and the uh, whole grain dark rye flour. So maybe I should have asked before I took a big bite, but how much cannabis is in one? <laughs> so each uh, two-bite brownie is going to have 10 milligrams of THC. Okay, so nice base dose. Nice base dose. Yep. It tastes delicious. Thank you. Nice. I can't taste the cannabis, mm -hmm. which is a first pro. And I guess only 10 milligrams, so maybe you wouldn't, but it, the brownie is delicious. How long ago were these baked? Those were baked about two hours ago. Okay, got it, because it has a really, really fresh taste to it. So thank you for bringing me fresh brownies. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. But typically they have to be tested before they would go to market, correct? So you can't bake them that quickly and then sell them. That no, they would be, uh, well, they, they're lab tested to confirm the, the formula that we know how much THC is going in there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you could have made any number of edibles. Yep. Why brownies? So looking at sort of the edible landscape, uh, you know, starting a new company, it's, it's certainly, there's a lot to kind of focus on. And so what, what do you, you know, want to do in, in, in how you're going to like build a company successfully? And so I think if you can just choose one thing uh, and just be as, as good as you possibly can at that, um, then that kind of sets you up for success long term. And so we chose the pot brownie. It's arguably the most well-known edible. Um, and, but we just felt it wasn't being done right. Um, Myself and Peter did a tour of different dispensaries, trying pretty much everything that was out there. And there wasn't really, like Peter mentioned, all the ingredients that are going into this. It's very much a food product first. And we felt all the Absolutely. edibles out there we're not really kind of meeting uh, current standards uh, as far as like being absolutely delicious that just happen to have weed in it. And so the brownie, the most uh, you know famous edible of all time, arguably, we just felt like it, it wasn't being done right. And so there could be some improvement there and that's what we did. And you guys are really big on the transparency of the ingredients, which is something that other edible companies just 
don't do. Yep. Can you talk about why that's so important? Yeah, because we, so many, like Mike said, there's so many other edibles out there that are just functioning as a vehicle for that weed. And so it, they say, oh, it's a novelty item. We have a pot cookie, pot whatever, cotton candy, just something to get you to that next step, just to consume that cannabis and then look forward to your afternoon or morning or whatever it is when you consumed it. It shouldn't be that way. You should actually enjoy the consumption part of that experience as well. And so that's why we really focused on making the best possible brownie we could and then just incorporating the THC into it with the butter that way. Yeah, exactly. And just kind of add on to that. Uh, transparency for us is a big part of the company. And so myself and Peter, you know, haven't been in the cannabis industry that long, you know, coming into it. Certainly a lot of new folks are coming into it as well, but we understand best practices from outside the cannabis space. Mm -hmm. And so if you're building a food product, making a food product anywhere outside of cannabis, there's a lot of different things and you have to come forward. You have to know what ingredients are going into it. And consumers want to know that in the first place. And so why not bring those things that are just already happening outside of cannabis and, and bring that into kind of that that market and so that's a big kind of focus for us too it's like hey just because it's cannabis doesn't mean you shouldn't know where all these different ingredients came from yeah absolutely talk about the dosing a little bit you pick 10 per brownie which is a pretty low dose if you look at the market for edibles mm -hmm. yep it is low dose why go so low we wanted to go low because we wanted to keep it controllable and give the uh, consumer that much uh, say in their experience. And we've found with a lot of new customers to the market, uh, a lot of them, first off, they're not really gonna uh, have an idea of what their appropriate uh, serving is. Mm -hmm. And so you start with 10, yeah. have half of it, you have five right there. And for five, for most people, uh, pretty much everyone, that's not gonna be a um, unenjoyable experience. So you have five, okay, then you have 10, maybe that works, and then, uh, you can scale up from there 10, 20, 30, however much is uh, custom designed for your experience. It's a really interesting take. I think much of the industry is so tied to dollar per THC amount, yeah. which in my right. opinion, to put it frankly, is bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. That's not the we way you buy agree. anything else in the world. Yeah, when no. you buy alcohol, you don't say, hmm, yeah. I'll get more alcohol for my dollar right. if I buy pop-off, you know? Right. Yeah. No. no. Nobody's yeah. going out buying pop-off. No one's walking down the wine aisle and, and choosing and looking, hay. I'm just going to buy the highest possible alcohol. No, I want something that I can actually enjoy the right. taste of. Right. And you talked about sort of the new market, right? The yeah. traditional cannabis edible market is real stoners, yeah. mm -hmm. right? They're like, I got to have my 150 milligrams for the day, yeah. which for someone that doesn't consume cannabis on a regular basis is yeah. an insane yeah, amount of cannabis, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, so if we're talking about 10 or 15 or 20 in a couple hour period, you're going to be able to think, you might be able to go to work, right. hang out with your kids, whatever. It's it's reasonable. Yep. Right. It's reasonable. 100%. And we're also thinking about people that are obviously coming new to the market. So California, you know, Prop 64 passed, fantastic. They're going to get a lot of people that maybe are first-time cannabis users or haven't used it in a long time. And so we would be in a really awkward situation if we had a high THC brownie and someone tried it and didn't have a great experience. That just wouldn't go over well for, for the company and kind of what we're trying to build here. And so starting with that, it's an approachable, you know, edible in the first place, the brownie. Um, but then being able to just have that low dose, um, you know, it's it's something that you can kind of, yeah, certainly digest and, and have a great experience with it. 
Um, and we didn't go lower than that. We didn't want to be in a situation where it's like, I don't know, can you feel this? I don't know, can you feel this? We're not quite sure. Right. So I think 10 milligrams is great for first time users coming in. Um, and if they need more, you know, there's more brownies in, in a package, they can kind of scale up from there. But we never wanted to give anyone an awkward experience. Um, we've been thinking with other edible, you know, companies out there, there's so many people that are out there that say, hey, you know, I had a not great experience with edibles. Everybody's so got that. Everyone yep. has that exact same story. And so we don't want to turn anyone off. We want to sort of, hey, make this, it's, it's okay. Okay, just you know, it's a it's a friendly pot brownie. It's low dose, um, and you can kind of absolutely go from there. yeah. And we wanted something individually baked because with a lot of things you see out there with the 100, 150, 200 milligrams, you take it the brownie and you're sub expected to just cut it up into eleven equal pieces. Which <laughs> is crazy. It's insane. Nobody wants to do that. That cr takes a lot of the fun and the enjoyment out of the experience. You're so. not eating anymore. You're no, taking you're medicine. Like, you're okay, dosing. Yeah, yeah. And then you cut it up, and now you're like, which one do you want? I don't know that one. It's like it shouldn't be that way. We have three individually baked, equal size, equally portioned brownies. You can each pick one with your friends and then enjoy your afternoon from that. Because they're so low dose, the value hinges so much on them being delicious. Mm -hmm. And they are delicious. Thank you. But nice. baking is not an easy thing. It is absolutely you guys not. expert bakers? No. Where did you learn to do this? Show? So my background, I uh, went to the Culinary Institute of America in New York and I uh, went to Cal Poly for food science. So I have a background in culinary arts and food science. And so that certainly does help with understanding the baking chemistry behind it because uh, anyone who's baked before knows just how sensitive it is and how many variables and how many things that can go wrong. And so where the baking science uh, it really comes into play and just in terms of focusing on the uniformity and also just uh, making sure that everything uh, has what it says it has because we're a transparent company yeah. and we want to make sure that each brownie has those 10 milligrams that it says it has. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. It, speaking of transparency, if we just look at the packaging a bit here, it just has everything that's in it, the, the ingredients, very simple packaging. Can you decide how you, how you came to kind of this form factor? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, so our other co-founder uh, is Nick Grapone, um, and he has a background in design for, for packaging. And so this is uh, his, his wheelhouse there. But for him, I know uh, if he was kind of sitting here next to us, um, he talk about, hey, we, again, like making an approachable product that's easy to understand, easy to read, and then also sticking with sort of the design themes that are out there. And so, um, you know, having a co-founder that their background is, is in design, it kind of shows how much we design matters to us. Um, and so the reason we chose very simple, it's easy to understand. Um, I think if you walk into any Whole Foods, you would see different products that have, you know, just uh, again, very simple, easy to understand. Uh, we always get a kick out of it where someone looks at our packaging and, you know, at first glance, they're like, wait a minute, I didn't quite, you know, maybe they didn't read the packaging at first and they don't really realize that, hey, this is a pot brownie. It they think this might be something. Cannabis infused brownie, they not, can, not just your average brownie. Yeah, so um, for us, just very much thinking about the mainstream audience. We want to help sort of elevate that the, the cannabis industry and then also for cannabis brands that are out there make that accessible to, to the mainstream folks. Got it. Speaking Absolutely. of accessible, what's the price point on a package? It has three in it. Each yep. package has three. What's the price point on, on a package? So it's $15 retail uh, plus tax for one box of brownies. So very simple, $5 a brownie. What's next after brownies? So we're looking to stay within the brownie realm for our product line. We've looked at a, a couple different things uh, within brownies. So we've got a lot of requests for CBD. This is just THC. So we're looking, uh, we, we don't want to uh, isolate the CBD consumers. Um, and because we have gotten so many requests, we're definitely looking at a CBD. And then we're also looking to, because uh, 
chili, spicy chili pairs so well with chocolate. Uh, and so we're looking at a, a CBD and then a uh, chili brownie down yeah. the road. So uh, look out for those. I think Peter future. just wants an excuse also to go back down to Mexico City. We gotta go back to Mexico. We so gotta find the best chilies <laughs> we can. So there's some great uh, Guajillo and chili de arbol down there. And so we'll, uh, we'll go down there, we'll shop around, uh, eat some chilies, eat some good food, have some beers and uh, see what we can come back with. Beautiful. So we've determined that it's delicious. Mm -hmm. How do you get this out to the world? How do you get people to find out about them? Besides, you know, coming on the show. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I think for, for us, uh, again, trying to build a very mainstream brand, uh, we're looking, typically you have edibles companies and they're, they're, they're playing in the cannabis space. Um, we have something that's extremely familiar. Uh, the name of the product is good. And so we're trying to align ourselves, or we already are, with companies outside of the cannabis industry. So, you know, this is fantastic. We have consumers that are doing unique things, putting this on haagen ice cream, sort of pairing it with wine, things so like versatile. that. And so one of the things that we're working on right now is developing relationships with folks outside of the cannabis space, still in the food community. Um, so kind of be on the lookout for different uh, pop-up events around San Francisco with, you know, folks in the food industry, chefs, uh, wine labels, and so forth. Very cool. I think I'm going to have another one here. <laughs> you guys want to get in here? Have another one. So you can get it at Harvest at the farmers market. Yep. Anywhere else you can get it today? Uh, not today, um, but be on the lookout. Uh, we're looking at the Apothecarium um, and then also Metathrive here in San Francisco pretty quickly. Um, so Metathrive we're looking. Metathrive is a beautiful new place. Metathrive is fantastic. I'd nice say one. one of the nicer dispensaries, obviously, in San Francisco, but mm -hmm. San Francisco is kind of a bellwether for the industry of California. Um, and so they just have great focus on edibles. And so. Uh, we're looking at them as well. Awesome, guys. Well, thanks yeah. for bringing the edible and sharing the story with us. Wish you a lot of luck. Thank you. Good luck with the rest of Gateway. And uh, yeah. thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next time.